It's the Old Man Yells at Music podcast, a show about big and little hits from the 70s, 80s and 90s in the US, UK and Canada. Also forgotten albums, pop music on TV, and more. I'm your announcer Annie Stewart, and here's the old man himself, Roger Stroop. Hello and welcome to episode 128 of the Old Man Yells at Music podcast. I'm Roger Stroop. Today we're looking at the charts of March 20th, 1982. Around this time, a group of Argentine scrap metal workers, joined by undercover members of their country's military, raised the Argentine flag on the British-controlled island of South Georgia. This would be a precursor to Argentina's invasion of another British territory in the South Atlantic, the Falkland Islands, less than two weeks later. This sparked a 10-week war that saw the UK reclaim all of their territory. Let's see what was going on in the culture beyond squabbles over sparsely populated landmasses. The most successful film of this month's new releases was Richard Pryor, Live on the Sunset Strip, a film of the comedian performing stand-up comedy a year after the, an incident where he set himself on fire while freebasing cocaine. Also out this month was Victor Victoria, a musical comedy with Julie Andrews as a woman who becomes a female impersonator in 1930s Paris. Yeah, it's, it's kind of like dragception. Anyway, other March 1982 releases included Evil Under the Sun, an Agatha Christie adaptation with Peter Ustinoff as Detective Hercule Poirot, Death Trap, a mystery comedy starring Michael Caine and Christopher Reeve, and I Ought to Be in Pictures, an, an adaptation of a Neil Simon play starring Walter Matthau, Anne Margaret, and Dinah Manhoff, Marty Maraschino from Greece. In television, a show debuted that made little impact on the ratings, but would eventually make a huge impression on the big screen. On the 4th, ABC aired the first episode of Police Squad, a sitcom parodying cop dramas. Created by brothers Jerry and David Zucker and their partner Jim Abrams, who had hit it big in 1980 with the movie Airplane, the show starred Leslie Nielsen as bumbling Lieutenant Frank Drebin and featured the same sort of zany, rapid-fire gags as Airplane. The show only lasted six episodes, but it developed a cult following, and that inspired the Zuckers and Abrams to revive the concept for a feature film. And in 1988, they released The Naked Gun from the Files of Police Squad, with Nielsen back in the Frank Drebin role. The movie was a smash and spawned two sequels. On the bestseller lists, top fiction titles included Robert Ludlum's latest spy thriller, The Parsifal Mosaic, North and South, a Civil War saga by John Jakes that later became a TV miniseries starring Patrick Swayze. Marco Polo, If You Can, a Cold War tale by conservative commentator William F. Buckley Jr. And Cynthia Freeman's No Time for Tears, the, the story of a Russian Jewish woman's journey to becoming rich and successful in New York. Meanwhile, Nonfiction readers were picking up history professor Gordon Prange's At Dawn We Slept, The Untold Story of Pearl Harbor, Witness to Power, yet another book about Nixon and Watergate, this time by former White House advisor John Ehrlichman, How to Make Love to a Man, a Relationship and Sex Advice Guide by journalist Alexandra Penny, speaking of topics that have spawned forests worth of books, and finally, yet another book on a highly original subject, 
The I Love New York Diet, co-written by Bess Meyerson, a model and politician who is perhaps most famous for being crowned the first Jewish Miss America in 1945. And the major music news of this month was dominated by tragedy. On the 5th, John Belushi was found dead of a drug overdose at the Chateau Marmont in Los Angeles. Belushi was best known for being an original cast member of Saturday Night Live and parlaying that into a film career. While on SNL, he and Dan Aykroyd created the, blue, the characters The Blues Brothers, who became an actual platinum-selling musical act and, of course, starred in their own hit 1980 movie. On the 18th, soul singer Teddy Pendergrass was left paralyzed from the chest down after a car accident in his hometown of Philadelphia. He would resume his career and continue to perform until a few years before his death in 2010. And on the 19th, Randy Rhodes, a founding member of Quiet Riot, who then played on Ozzy Osbourne's first two solo albums and in his touring band, was killed in Leesburg, Florida. Rhodes was a passenger on a, in a small airplane Ozzy's tour bus driver had stolen to buzz the bus as a practical joke, when one of the plane's wings clipped the bus, breaking the wing and causing the plane to go out of control and crash into a nearby house. Rhodes was just 25 years old. And now to the charts. Below the Top 40s this week's Journey Below the Top 40s sees us look at a band that straddled the line between punk and metal, but crossed pretty much every other line. At number 55 in the UK this week, it's I Hate People by Anti-Nowhere League. Formed in Kent in 1979, Anti-Nowhere League were fronted by singer Nick Animal Culmer. Their debut single, Streets of London, was a cover of a 1974 UK hit by Ralph McTell, and it got to number 40 hit. Despite, and or because of, attention dedicated to its profanity and obscenity-laden B-side, So What?, which would later be covered by Metallica. I Hate People, there's ellipses, anyway, was the second single from their debut LP, We Are The League. They like their ellipses. I Hate People is a loud, fast statement of nihilism and misanthropy. Let's read some very warm and tender lyrics. God, I wish that I could hide away and find a wall to bang my brains. I'm living in a fantasy, a nightmare dream, reality. See people ride around all day in metal boxes made away. I wish they would drop the bomb and kill the pigs that don't belong. I hate people. I hate the human race. I hate people. I hate your ugly face. I hate people. I hate your fucking mess. I hate people. They hate me. My mother thinks I am a jerk because I hate my bleeding work. Be like daddy. He's sincere. He's sincere, excuse me. And don't be true because you're queer. Working at my nine to five with boring who's. Yeah, I'm saying it like that because in the British way. The boring that give me jive. Talking of the love they never give. They never give. They never give. Uplifting, isn't it? But we've all felt that way at one time or another, although maybe not so profanely. Although in a lot of cases, even more so. This reminds me quite a bit of Motorhead, right down to the echoes of Lemmy I hear in Animal's voice. I Hate People peaked at number 46. Anti-Nowhere League had a couple more lower-charting singles over the next couple of years. They broke up in 1989, but Animal reformed the band after the attention created by that Metallica cover I mentioned. Their most recent album is... 2017's League Style. 
40 to 31. Our first top 40 hit of the week is Britain's number 32, A Bunch of Time, T-H-Y-M-E, by Foster and Allen. Irish musicians Mick Foster and Tony Allen met in the mid-70s and played together in multiple country bands until deciding to perform traditional Irish music as a duo. In 1979, their single, A Bunch of Time, went to number one in the Republic of Ireland, and three years later, it was re-released and charted in the United Kingdom. A Bunch of Time is a folk song dating back to the 1700s, which uses the herb time, like I said, T-H-Y-M-E, as both a metaphor for the passage of the days and years and for something else. See if you can figure it out. Come all you maidens, young and fair, all that, all you that are blooming in your prime, always beware and keep your garden fair. Let no man steal away your time. For time, it is a precious thing. And time brings all things to mind. Time with all its flavors, along with its joys. Time brings all things to mind. Once she had a bunch of time, she thought it would never decay. Then came a lusty sailor who chanced to pass that way. He stole her bunch of time away. The sailor gave to her a rose, a rose that would never decay. He gave it to her to keep her reminded of when he stole her time away. Hmm, it's something possessed by fair young maidens in their prime, and these guys think these girls need to protect it if they don't want it to be stolen by some passing dude who will give her something to remember her by that she'll have for a long time. Um, I don't know, maybe it is just about the herb. Or else, this is a couple of anachronistic dudes who think they're doing a kindness to all the world's poor, naive ladies by telling them that they'd better keep their legs crossed until marriage, or else they'll have an illegitimate bastard child and be branded a brazen hussy and shunned by all respectable gentlefolk of pure mind and heart. In 1982! Yes, it was a different time, but not that different. If only mid-90s salt and pepper hadn't access to a time machine and could have gone back to tell these self-righteous boyos that this is none of their damn business and they can stick that bunch of time up their arses. I just don't see why out of all the old Celtic folk tunes they could have revived, it needs to be this one. I don't get it. Anyway, a bunch of time peaked at number 18. Foster and Allen had one more top 40 hit and they continue to record and perform. Their latest album is 2018's Putting On The Style. We're in the USA now for number 37, Love in the First Degree by Alabama. Formed in Fort Payne, Alabama in 1969, Alabama had their first country hit in 1979 and had since begun a streak of consecutive number one hits on that chart. The fourth in that streak, Feels So Right, had crossed over to the pop chart, reaching number 20. Love in the First Degree was the follow-up. Love in the First Degree is country pop of the kind that had become dominant in the genre after the success of the Urban Cowboy soundtrack. If it please the court, I shall read the lyrics into evidence. I once thought of love as a prison, a place I didn't want to be. But long ago, I made a decision to be footloose and fancy-free. But you came, and I was so tempted to gamble on love just one time. I never thought that I would get caught. It seemed like the perfect crime. Baby, you left me defenseless. I've only got one plea. 
lock me away inside of your love and throw away the key. I'm guilty of love in the first degree. I thought it would be so simple, like a thousand times before. I take what I wanted and just walk away, but I never made it to the door. Now, babe, I'm not begging, I'm not begging for mercy. Go ahead and throw the book at me. If loving you is a crime, I know that I'm as guilty as a man can be. If ever a band had a legitimate claim to the title of the Beatles of Country Music, it's these guys. This was their fifth country number one in a row. The streak would get up to number tw- up to 21 in a row until it ended in 1987. They added 12 more after that. And they've sold over 75 million albums. In the period between the turn of the 80s country pop boom and the early 90s rise of new country, these guys were doing more than, in, than their fair share to keep the lights on in Nashville. It may not have been the sound of Hank and George and Loretta and Tammy, but it definitely had an audience. Love in the First Degree was down from a peak of number 15. Alabama had two more pop top 40 hits in the 80s to go along with their massive country success. Their most recent album is 2017's American Christmas. We're in Canada now for their number 34 song, Don't Break My Heart by Kasim Sultan. Born in Staten Island in 1955, Kasim Sultan joined Todd Rundgren's band Utopia in the mid-70s, and he played bass and sang backup on Meatloaf's Rundgren-produced Bat Out of Hell LP. Don't Break My Heart was the first single from his debut solo album, Kasim. Don't Break My Heart is semi-yachty funk pop with a lot of horns. Let me dump the lyrics on you. I'm going to say it nice. Don't want to force a fight, but I just can't take all this pain. Things you say I do, like I'm no good for you. You make me feel like I'm to blame. Tells me that she wants me there. Treats me like a child. What should I do? Can't stop myself from loving you. I said, now girl, you're wrong to keep me hanging on. You can't imagine how it feels. You wouldn't stand for it, even a little bit. Your kind of world is so unreal. Nothing for me can't go on. It's just not the same. It's because of you. Don't want to love you, but I do. Baby, don't break my heart. Please stop before the break-in starts. Baby, don't break my heart. Baby, please stop before it starts. I've waited patiently and lost some sanity with every night I sit alone. If this is love, I quit because I can't deal with it. I'll say goodbye to all your games. Tell you I won't stand for it. I can't be your fool. Obviously, Sultan's bass is featured prominently as well. He may not be a household name, but he has a very long list of studio credits. There are multiple Rundgren and Meatloaf records on it, but also names like Sean Cassidy, Joan Jett, Ronnie Spector, Indigo Girls, and Celine Dion. He's also probably the only person to play on recordings by both Patti Smith and Patti Smythe. That's the kind of weird trivia that I quite enjoy. Don't Break My Heart peaked at number 34. Kasim Sultan had no further hits, but as I said, he's never lacked for work since. And he's also put out the odd other solo album. Most recently, Kasim 2021 in 2021. 30-21 The first of our top 30 hits comes from Canada. The number 23, Turn Your Love Around by George Benson. Born in Pittsburgh in 1943, George Benson released his debut album in 1964, and he released albums on his own and played with Miles Davis and Stevie Wonder in the next decade plus. In 1976, he broke through with the LP Breezen, which topped the American chart and produced the top 10 hit This Masquerade. 
He picked up four more hits, including four, two more top tens, by the time he released this new track from the compilation The George Benson Collection. Turn Your Love Around is Jazzy Dance Soul. Let's reveal the lyrics. You've got the love. You've got the power. But you just don't understand. Girl, you've been charging by the hour for your love. I'm trying to show you how much I love you. Still believe in romance. You're taking way too many chances with my love. I remember when you used to be the talk of the town. All you get is lonely. Turn your love around. Don't you turn me down. I can show you how. Turn your love around. Without the woman, I can make it. But I need the girl to stay. Oh, don't you let the lady take it all away. When the woman needs a taste of yesterday, but you stay at home, all they get is lonely. It's nice little early 80s pop, representative of its too smooth, too tame era, but still good enough to be worth, worth a listen. You might not know this, but two number one hits from the 80s were George Benson covers. The, remember Whitney Houston's North American chart topper, The Greatest Love of All? Well, George did it first in 1977 for the soundtrack of Muhammad Ali's 1977 movie, The Greatest. And George's Belgian top 40 hit, Nothing's from 1985, Nothing's Gonna Change My Love for You, later became a Canadian and British number one for Glenn Medeiros. Turn Your Love Around was down from a peak of number 10. It hit number 5 in the U.S. and number 29 in the U.K. George Benson had a few more hits, and he continues to record and perform, with his most recent album being 2019's Walking to New Orleans. In 2018, he made the lower reaches of each of the three charts we cover when he was featured on the single Humility by Gorillaz. <laughs> We're back in Britain for their number 24, Say Hello, Wave Goodbye by Soft Cell. Formed in Leeds in 1977, Soft Cell consisted of Leeds Polytechnic students Mark Almond and David Ball. Their first two singles failed to chart, but their third, a cover of soul singer Gloria Jones's Tainted Love, went to number one. Their second single, Bed Sitter, hit number four, and it was followed by this, the third single from their debut LP, Nonstop Erotic Cabaret. Say Hello, Wave Goodbye is a mid-tempo new wave breakup song. Let's greet the lyrics. Standing in the door of the pink flamingo, crying in the rain. It was a kind of so-so love, and I'm going to make sure it never happens again. You and I, it had to be the standing joke of the year. You were asleep around, a lost and found, and not for me, I fear. Whoa, oh, oh, I tried to make it work. You in a cocktail skirt, and me in a suit. Well, it just wasn't me. You're used to wearing less, and now your life's a mess. So insecure you seem. I put it. I put up with all of the scenes, and this is one scene that's going to be played my way. Take your hands off me. I don't belong to you, you see. Take a look at my face for the last time. I never knew you. You never knew me. Say hello, goodbye. Say hello, wave goodbye. Under the deep red light, I can see the makeup sliding down. Hey, little girl, you will always make up. So take off that unbecoming frown. What about me? Well, I'll find someone that's not going cheap in the sales. A nice little housewife who'll give me a steady life and won't keep going off the rails. Yeah, those lyrics are pretty cold. And both the track and Almond's vocal delivery are appropriately frosty, but still accessible to pop audiences. 
a lot of this branch of new wave in which I would include hu Human League and Depeche Mode seemed like the natural evolution from punk's snarling anger to a snarky bitterness. Say Hello, Wave Goodbye was down from a peak of number three. Soft Cell had six more hits, including two more top tens, before breaking up in 1984. They had a couple of hits with remixes in the 90s, and Almond and Ball have reunited in a few, a few times in the 21st century, producing one more hit and two more albums, including last year's Happiness Not Included. We're American now for number 30, Find Another Fool by Quarter Flash. Formed in Portland, Oregon in 1980, Quarter Flash were led by the married couple, the Rosses, singer, saxophonist, Rindy, and guitarist, Marv. The lead single from their self-titled debut album, Harden My Heart, hit number three in the U.S. and number 10 in Canada. Find Another Fool was the follow-up. Find Another Fool is fast, hard rock. In my infinite wisdom, I'm reading the lyrics. I should have learned this lesson long ago, that friends and lovers always come and go. And now you claim that everything's okay, but I've just got one thing to say. Why don't you find another, find another, another fool to love you? I don't believe that I deserve this ride. You took me for my very heart and pride. You let me down, and now your hand is out. Well, here's some spare change you can count. This isn't as slick as Harden My Heart. It's raw, and it could easily pass as a Pat Benatar track. There's an odd bit at the end where there are dueling solos between a sax and a violin. Was this just something they thought would be, it might be cool, or was it meant as a sly pun? Like, our song has some gratuitous sax and violins at the end. I'd like to think the latter. Find Another Fool peaked at number 16. In Canada, it hit number 21. Quarter Flash had one more hit before breaking up in 1985. They reunited five years later and kept going until 2019, when Marv and Rindy Ross announced that they would continue to perform together, but not under the, no longer under the name Quarter Flash. 2211. Our first top 20 song is the U.S. number 14. Chariots of Fire titles by Vangelis. Born Evangelos Papathanasiou in Agria, Greece in 1943, Vangelis began his career in the bands The Formings and Aphrodite's Child. After the latter broke up in 1972, he recorded solo albums and later formed a duo with John Anderson of Yes that produced a song I covered in a previous episode, the 1981 Canadian hit The Friends of Mr. Cairo. He also did film scores, including the 1981 British film Chariots of Fire, which, which was an international hit and a Best Picture Oscar winner. That film's success led to its title theme being released as a single. Chariots of Fire titles is an instrumental, it's an instrumental combining synthesizers and a piano melody line. It sounds oddly futuristic for a movie about the 1924 Olympics, but when paired with the graceful movements of runners on a beach in slow motion, it worked. It also worked with Daryl Hall and John Oates competing in an egg and spoon race. Look up Chariots of Eggs SCTV to see what I mean. You won't be sorry. Chariots of Fire hit number one. 
It went to number four in Canada and number 12 in Britain. Vangelis had no more major hits, but he continued to make albums and compose for films, most notably 1982's Blade Runner. His most recent album is 2021's Juno to Jupiter. Now we have Canada's number 11, Letting Go by Straight Lines. Formed in Vancouver in 1978, Straight Lines were taken on by manager Bruce Allen, who also guided the careers of artists like Backman Turner Overdrive, Brian Adams, and Loverboy. Their self-titled debut album produced one low-charting single, but they broke through with this, the first single from their second LP, Run For Cover. Letting Go is a breakup power ballad. Release the lyrics. They say that if you love somebody, you got to set them free. And if you really love somebody, you got to let them be. Well, I don't want to tie you down, but we both need room to grow. But it's so easy having you around, and the hardest part of love is letting go. It's easy to depend on someone to be part of your life, and all the time you spend with someone could make you hold too tight. They say that if you hold on to it, it that it's going to slip away. But if the feeling is really true, then you know it's going to stay. If you love somebody, set them free, huh? I think Sting did a song with a similar theme, but I forget what it's called. As for this, I think it compares favorably with another early 80s CanCon ballad, When I'm With You by Sheriff. I think if an, if an American DJ had dug this up in the late 80s, like what happened with When I'm With You, it could have had a revival as well, but maybe only top 20, not a number one. Letting Go was down from a peak of number six. Straight Lines had one more hit, but they were soon dropped by their label and they broke up. Singer Bob Buckley and keyboardist David Sinclair formed a new band called Body Electric, and drummer Daryl Burgess made a solo album, but neither project matched this success. Now we look at the number 12 song in the UK. Carrieme Mucho, Yours, by Julio Iglesias. Born in Madrid in 1943, Julio Iglesias was an aspiring soccer goalkeeper who played for the reserve team of the famous Spanish club Real Madrid until suffering career-ending injuries in a 1963 car accident. He then turned to music and was a major star in his homeland throughout the 70s. In the 80s, he broke through into the English-speaking world, and to this point he'd had two UK hits, including the number one, Begin the Begin, which was the first single and title track from his 25th LP. Quiereme Mucho, Yours, was the follow-up. Quiereme Mucho, Yours, is a song written by Cuban composer Gonzalo Ruiz in 1911. An English version of the song was a hit for Tommy Dorsey and his orchestra in 1941. But Iglesias sticks to the original Spanish here. Here's the English translation. Love me very much, my sweet love. What a lover. I will always adore you. I, with your kisses and your caresses, I will silence my sufferings when you really want. How I love you. It is impossible, my heaven, so far apart live. <laughs> when you really want. How I love you. It is impossible, my heaven, so far apart to live, so far apart to live. I, with your kisses and your caresses, 
I will silence my sufferings when you really want. How I love you. It is impossible, my heaven, so far apart live. And it goes on like that. Okay. It's easy listening pop with some Latinish horns, and Iglesias sings in that almost breathless voice that has become the whole Latin lover stereotype. And you can certainly tell that he's Enrique's dad, but I'm not sure I'd want either one of them to be my hero, baby. Kirame mucho yours, pizza number three. Julio Iglesias would have a few more hits on our charts, meaning North America, uh, the three we talk about. Most notably, his Canadian number one duet with Willie Nelson, To All the Girls I've Loved Before. His most recent album is 2015's Mexico. Top 10s. Our first top 10 record is the number 10 song in the UK, Classic, by Adrian Gervitz. Born in Stoke Newington in 1949, Adrian Gervitz's music career began alongside his brother Paul in the bands The Gun and Three Man Army, which became the Baker Gervitz Army when former Cream drummer Ginger Baker joined. He then went solo, and Classic was the first single and title track from his fourth LP. Classic is a ballad about how he wants to write a song for his lover, but not just any song. No, it's got to be one of the all-time greats. Let's see if his lyrics live up to that hype. Gotta write a classic. Gotta write it in an attic. Baby, I'm an addict now, an addict for your love. I was a stray boy, and you were my best toy. Found it easy to annoy you, but you were different from the rest, and I loved you all the wrong ways. Now listen to me say, if it changed to another way, would the difference make it? Would the difference make it? Would it be a classic? I gotta send it right away. Now I'm living my life one day at a time. Since losing your love, I've been losing my mind. No more can I see. The future's so clear. And it's not what I mean. I mean, it's not what it seems. I just keep living for dreams. And it's not what I mean. So the lyrics fall short, in my opinion. And the music is pretty bland. And his singing isn't anything special. I admire him setting the bar high, but he doesn't come close to clearing it. If I was the one he wrote this for, I wouldn't tell anybody. Maybe if he'd tried writing it in a different room. Why did it have to be the attic? Anyway, classic peaked at number eight. Adrian Gervitz had no further hits, but since then he's had more success as a songwriter and producer. He wrote songs for Eddie Money, Kenny G, and his daughter's early 2000s girl group, No Secret. And he's also produced music for Disney pop acts, like the Cheetah Girls, as well as UK pop star Pixie Lott. Now here's the number eight song in America, Mirror Mirror by Diana Ross. Born in Detroit in 1944, Diana Ross began her career as a member of the Primettes, a girl group that would eventually sign to local label Motown, changed their name to the Supremes, and become just one of the biggest musical acts of the 60s. She left the Supremes in 1970 to go solo, and over the next decade, she picked up six U.S. number ones. In 1981, she left Motown for RCA Records, and the first single and title track from her debut LP for her new label, a cover of the Frankie Lyman and the Teenagers hit Why Do Fools Fall in Love, got to number seven. Mirror Mirror was the follow-up. Mirror Mirror is dance rock about romantic failure. 
Let's reflect on the lyrics. You, you turned my life into a paperback novel. Words that come to life inside your little melodrama. Chapter one, when I was young, I came to you with my problems. Chapter two, you promised me love and anything that I desired. Tell me, mirror, mirror on the wall. Thought you said you had the answers to it all. Never told me I was going to take a fall. Tell me, mirror, mirror on the wall. You have nailed my heart upon the wall for your pleasures. You have cast a smell, that, a spell that can, cannot ever be broken. And now my eyes grow tired. I watch my picture getting older. But I remain the same, trapped in this mirror forever. I talk to you each night and I follow your advice. You've been wrong. What's the price I have to pay for this fairy tale thing called love? Let me go. She manages to sound like the veteran professional she was without sounding too old for modern material. She's developed a reputation over the years as a diva who isn't always pleasant to work with or be around. But no one can ever deny that she is one of the premier talents of her generation. Mirror Mirror peaked at number eight. It hit number 29 in Canada and number 36 in Britain. Diana Ross would have several more hits, including a 1986 UK number one with Chain Reaction. She continues to record and perform. Her 25th album, Thank You, came out in 2021, and last summer she performed on the Pyramid Stage at England's Glastonbury Festival. We make one more stop in Canada for number eight, Johnny Are You Queer by Josie Cotton. Born in Dallas in 1956, Josie Cotton sang in local bands before moving to Los Angeles. She started dating Larson Payne, who with his brother Bobby was managing the Go-Go's at the time. The brothers had written a song based on the melody of Fetch Me One More Beer by the punk band Fear, the band who once terrorized Saturday Night Live as I discussed in one of my Patreon-only Microdose episodes. Anyway, the Paynes intended to give this song to the Go-Go's, but when they had a follow-up with the band, they instead gave it to Cotton, who recorded, who recorded it as a single for the indie label Bomp Records. Johnny Are You Queer is a new wave track about a girl who wonders why her boyfriend doesn't seem very attracted to her, and she has zeroed in on one particular explanation for why this is. Here are lyrics. Johnny, what's the deal, boy? Is your love for real, boy? When the lights are low, you never hold me close. And I saw you today, boy, walking with them gay boys. God, you hurt me. So now I gotta know. Johnny, are you queer? Because when I see you dancing with your friends, I can't help wondering where I stand. I'm so afraid I'll lose you if I can't seduce you. Is there something wrong? Johnny, come on strong. Well, why are you so weird, boy? Johnny, are you queer, boy? When I make a play, you're pushing me away. Johnny, are you queer? Because when I see you dancing with your friends, I can't help wondering where I stand. Oh, Johnny, you're forsaken the love you could be taken. I want to give it to you, but you never come through. Oh, why are you so weird, boy? Johnny, are you queer, boy? When you asked for a date, I thought that you were straight. Not surprisingly, this was a controversial song. Reportedly, conservative groups theorized that Josie Cotton was a front and the singer was actually a gay man, using the song to try and convert straight men to homosexuality. And some gay organizations and publications felt that the song was homophobic. Since then, however, the song and Cotton herself 
has been embraced overall by the gay community, with some men even claiming that the song helped them come to terms with their sexuality. And the song doesn't confirm Johnny's orientation, so it's possible that she's just conceited enough to believe that any boy who doesn't want her must not like girls at all. Anyway, you can put this in the same category as Pete Shelley's Homo Sapien, Berlin's Sex Ima, and the hits of Rough Trade as proof that Canadian pop listeners of the early 80s were more receptive to risque material than their southern neighbors. Johnny Are You Queer peaked at number eight. Josie Cotton soon got a major label deal and two sing- and had two singles chart on the low end of the Billboard Hot 100 in the mid-80s, but she never hit any top 40 again. She did appear in the 1983 movie Valley Girl performing songs, including Johnny Are You Queer. She continues to record and perform with her latest album being 2019's Everything Is Oh Yeah, which she originally recorded in 1986 before her label dropped her. We'll run down the top tens and look at our number one right after this. Hi, Roger Stroop here. As I'm sure you know, Old Man Yeltsin Music has a Patreon. I have for a while, but now I've streamlined it. Two tiers and guaranteed bonus content at both levels. It's simple. And when you join, you will get a mention on the show. And it'll give you a song for my charts. You can tell your friends you have a hit. Just go on patreon.com slash old man yells at music, pick a tier and sign up. You'll warm this old man's heart. Thank you. This week's top 10 recaps begin in Britain. Number 10, Classic by Adrian Gerwitz. Number 9, Centerfold by the Jay Giles Band the Boston band's biggest hit here. Number eight, Just an Illusion by Imagination, the second top five for the London funk band. Number seven, Go Wild in the Country by Bow Wow Wow, their biggest home hit. Number six, Poison Arrow by ABC, first, the first top 10 for the Sheffield Sophisticates. Number five, It Ain't What You Do, It's The Way That You Do It by Funboy3 and Bananarama, a team up between three former specials and the London Girl Group. Number four, Love Plus One by Haircut 100, the Beckenham Band's second and biggest hit. Number three, Mickey by Tony Basil. The Philly-born singer went to number two here with this earworm, thereby missing out on the Triple Crown. Number two, Seven Tears by the Goombay Dance Band, the biggest international hit for a group from Hamburg, Germany. And the number one song in the UK this week was... The Lion Sleeps Tonight by Tight Fit, a London studio group's cover of a song that originated in South Africa and was was popularized in the West by the Tokens and later Disney. Now we'll check on the American Top Ten. Number 10, Pac-Man Fever by Buckner and Garcia, the video game novelty that made it all the way to the semifinals of the 80s Uneasy Rider Tournament. Number nine, Shake It Up by The Cars, their first top ten. Number eight, Mirror Mirror by Diana Ross. Number seven, Make a Move on Me by Olivia Newton-John, her top five follow-up to Physical. Number six, We Got the Beat by The Go-Go's, the biggest hit for the L.A. band. Number five, Sweet Dreams by Air Supply, the sixth top five for the Aussie Softies. Number four, That Girl by Stevie Wonder, his 16th top five. Number three, Centerfold by The Jay Giles Band. Number two, Open Arms by Journey. Believe it or not, this is the closest they ever got to number one. And the number one song in the USA this week was... 
I Love Rock and Roll by Joan Jett and the Blackhearts, the biggest hit for the Pennsylvania-born rocker and her band. And now Canada's top 10. Number 10, Oh Pretty Woman by Van Halen. This Roy Orbison cover was their first top 10 here. Number 9, Make a Move on Me by Olivia Newton-John. Number 8, Johnny Are You Queer by Josie Cotton. Number 7, Our Lips Are Sealed by The Go-Go's, their first top 5 here. Number 6, I Can't Go For That, No Can Do by Daryl Hall and John Oates, their fifth top 10 here. Number 5, Open Arms by Journey. Number 4, Centerfold by The Jay Giles Band. Number 3, Tainted Love by Soft Cell, their only major North American hit. Number 2, Tonight I'm Yours by Rod Stewart, his ninth top 10. And the number one song in Canada this week, and the one in our spotlight, was... I Love Rock and Roll by Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. I've talked about Joan Jett a couple times on this podcast. First in episode 34, when she and her fellow runaways participated in the Rock and Roll Sports Classic TV special. Then in episode 60, when she and the Heartbreakers were credited as the Bar Busters on the 1987 single Light of Day. Now we see her roughly in the middle of those two events, timeline-wise, with the first single and title track from her second post-Runaways LP. I Love Rock and Roll was originally written and recorded by the British band The Arrows, who had their own variety show in the late 70s. Jet saw them do the song on TV while on tour with The Runaways, then later recorded a cover with former Sex Pistols Steve Jones and Paul Cook in 1979. Two years later, she re-recorded it with her new band, you don't need to put a dime anywhere to hear me read the lyrics. Or read the lyrics. Some of my emphases are weird. Anyway, I saw him dancing there by the record machine. I knew he must have been about 17. The beat was going strong, playing my favorite song. And I could tell it wouldn't be long till he was with me. Yeah, me. And I could tell it wouldn't be long till he was with me. Yeah, me. Singing, I love rock and roll, so put another dime in the jukebox, baby. I love rock and roll, so come and take your time and dance with me. Ow. He smiled, so I got up and asked for his name. That don't matter, he said, because it's all the same. I said, can I take you home where we can be alone? And next, we were moving on. He was with me. Yeah, me. Next, we were moving on, and he was with me. Yeah, me. This is just one of those perfect pop moments where someone has a statement they wanted to make and they made it in the most brilliant way possible. The arrangement is pretty much the same as the original Arrows version, but the beat hits harder, the guitars cut more sharply, and Joan's rasp and her owls after, every after the choruses get you right in the gut. This is all the pleasures that loud, power-chord-driven guitar rock can offer compressed into just under three minutes, just as God intended. This was the first of eight weeks at number one for I Love Rock and Roll. It spent seven weeks at the top in America, but only got to number four in the UK. I covered the rest of Joan's career in episode 60, but I can't update you that she and the Blackhearts released an album of acoustic versions of their hits called Change Up last year. So how to sum up the pop music of March 1982? A good chunk of softer sounds, from an old Irish ballad to a suave Spanish love song. New Wave was continuing its run in Britain while starting to make a bigger impact in North America. 
But on the western shore of the Atlantic, millions of people were celebrating their love of straight-ahead guitar rock by singing along to what could be that genre's unofficial national anthem. Old Man Yells at You hmm, What should I throw out for con- your consideration for Old Man Yells at You this week? How about I say, watch the original Naked Gun movie. I think it's the best of the three, and maybe seeing O.J. Simpson get repeatedly injured is pleasurable in a different way now than it was then. Then listen to Soft Cell's non-stop erotic cabaret album. If you only know Tated Love, there's more goodness in store for you, including a song called Sex Dwarf. Bonus points if you find an expanded version of the album with the best version of Tainted Love, in my opinion, the 12-inch version that becomes a medley with a cover of the Supremes' Where Did Our Love Go? And finally, I'll restate my recommendation that you watch the SCTV segment Chariots of Eggs. You get Joe Flaherty and John Candy as smarmy talk show host Sammy Modlin and his sidekick William B. Williams, Eugene Levy as hack stand-up comedian turned wannabe serious film director Bobby Bittman, Hall & Oates performing Did It In A Minute, then later training for their big race on a beach, and Catherine O'Hara and Andrea Martin doing 80s aerobics. If I may say something, it's one of the greatest things you will ever see. Not to oversell it, but... Thank you for listening to this episode of the Old Man Yells at Music podcast. As always, if you like what you've heard, share, subscribe, and leave a review where you found it. You can also leave feedback on the Facebook and Twitter feeds, both of which are at Mr. B. Glovehead, or at the blog post for this episode, which is at bobbyglovescasey.blogspot.com. Or you can check out the Instagram account at Old Man Yells at Music. And if you didn't get all that, all the links are on my Old Man Yells at Music link tree. As always, there's a companion YouTube playlist for this episode, which I will link to in the show notes. Also in the show notes is a link to my Patreon, where you can support the show and get all the bonus Microdose episodes, including the most recent with Alice Cooper. And make my charts just like Mike Birmingham. All lyrics quoted are for the purposes of discussion and review. No infringement is intended. Next time on the show, charts again, yeah. We're off to 1995 to look at the music Mike Tyson might have been listening to during his first week out of jail. Until then, I'm Roger Scroop saying there were chariots of fire, but I have to inquire why they why there weren't any chariots in the movie. Also, absence of malice. Stay safe. Spotlight number one.